Good evening, everybody. This is Say As Speak As Removed. This is Derek Roebuck. I'm joined here with my co-host, Patrick Collins. Good evening. Josh Jernigan. Good evening. Matt Collins. We are a group of fathers, friends, and followers of Christ, hoping to bring you some uplifting fellowship and real-life conversation that glorifies Jesus Christ. Um, tonight's topics, we have loving your neighbor, and one of my personal favorites, using your tools. Um, other than that, neither you nor us know where this is going to go, so let's get started and speak as you're moved. Um, let's go ahead and start off, as usual, with a word of prayer. Um, Josh Jernigan, will you go ahead and pray for us? be honored to. Dear Lord, as we come together tonight on our radio program, we ask that you be in our midst. We ask that you lead our discussions. We ask that you bless us and bless all that tune in tonight, dear Lord. May they get some kind of encouragement, some kind of, I don't know, upliftment that, that only you can provide and your fellowship can provide, dear Lord. So help us be tools in your hands and uh, go with this radio radio cast tonight. Amen. Amen. All right, all right. Well, Amen. I'm running the show tonight, which I've never done before, obviously. Um, so I'm gonna do what I do best and uh, do a little winging it. Um, Derek's in gonna... charge tonight, guys. Like yeah, this yeah, is a rarity. Yeah. Go Derek. They they handed me the reins um, only because I suggested the tool thing. They're like, oh, tools. All right, Derek, go ahead and take it. Um, it was so your, anyway. It was your turn, and you got your choices. Oh, that's true. That's right. I forgot about that. Lawyered. No, it's because we really trust your judgment on tools, and we are <laughs> oh, novices, and oh, we, we, we are intimidated. We are intimidated by the tool <laughs> discussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm about to blow you away with my tool knowledge, just the <laughs> FYI. But I'm keeping that on the download till we get there. All right, all right. Well, icebreaker question we had sent in by Sister Katie Call who lives in Colombia, a good friend of mine. She asked, what is the temperature, the optimal temperature setting in the house? This is one that is uh, maybe quite controversial between husband and wife. Um, question, question. The ahead. house. The Our house? house? Like, or the house we are current, like we are in. Like, two separate things. Like, we're paying the bill. Or just ideal if we didn't have to pay the bill. I would say I would say paying the bill. Yeah, pay, paying the bill is a big play. part. Yeah. All right, because I used Nobody to have a roommate at my house. house. Well, yeah, but his optimal temperature was different than my optimal temperature. Um, and not the fact that I didn't like his optimal temperature, because when I'd go down to my basement, it was nice and chilly. But my optimal temperature is different. But anyway, I'm I'm looking forward to this discussion. All right. Well, I'll go ahead and start it off since I am in charge. Optimal temperature in my house. All right. I, as anybody has known me and my family, was raised in an ice box. Um, there was yep. never a time <laughs> in my childhood that the temperature in the house got above 70 degrees. It was always 69 <laughs> or below. All right, now that is that is us paying the bill, but if it got above seventy, something was broke. Um, and our, I'm actually let me go ahead and preface this, which I have not 
um, been mentioning before, I am currently at the campground in Perry, Georgia. This will be, of all the of all these shows that we have done, I have been at my house one time, of all the shows. Okay, last week I was in Ann Arbor, Michigan, which is very far away. And so, so much you are now. Especially in a car. <laughs> Derek's not like flying around a jet to these places. Like, no, no, these are hard-earned, drivable miles, and I have been burning up the road. So the first one was in Virginia. The second one, I think I came home and then went back to Virginia. Third one was, I think, at home was the one time. Last time was Michigan. This time's at the campground. So Did you I'm have at one the other campground. campground? I thought you had a campground when we all That was when there. we were doing our, our pre Oh. I got you. Thing. I got you. Um, but down the down the hill from where I'm at right now, my parents have their place, it's and an it is known it is known on the campground <clears throat> as the ice box. It's a yep. little single wide trailer. You walk in, and the only thing worth anything in that trailer is the AC unit, and it blows <laughs> sixty degrees all day, all night, nonstop. Does not matter. You roll up in there. It's ninety six outside. You roll in there, and everybody's in blankets and sweatshirts. And it is that is that is my house now. Since I've been married, and now I have to pay the bill. Uh, let me. See. Since I've been married, and my wife has to pay the bill. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. I, I have no full full disclosure is. here. Full disclosure: <laughs> I do not pay any bills. Um, have no idea what anything costs. Um, so, if I think it's in our upstairs, I think it's like seventy-one. I think it's probably the optimal temperature. So. I think it's right in the low 70s, never above like 74, never below like 67. But in the winter time, we'll let it we'll let it crank on down, because um, I like it cold, and you know the wife can get a blanket. So <laughs> that's how I roll. What was so. your What was your temperature, Derek? <clears throat> a lot when you well when you're when you're the what was the temperature of the campground? Well, before Matt made me turn off the fan because of the background noise it was causing, it was at like 67. But I thought I was on the whole other side of the building, you know, of the trailer. And it was like, as soon as I get on, what's that noise? Oh, my goodness, it's so loud. You know, he's a noise police. So I had to turn that off, so now I'm sweating. It's quality control. It's a QC police. I mean, in the business world. All right, Josh, what's it for you aside from your basement that used to be a frozen tundra? Yeah, now I, I'm down in my basement in my sound studio, if you would, um, and it's on like 75 right now because basement, uh. it stays kind of cold anyway. It used to be on 68. Cool thing is last year I got the, um, I finally, I've been wanting it for ever since I moved in, um, got a app that you can change your temperature with your phone. Um, CPI, uh, our, our security system made it really easy. Like a hundred dollars add-on, and I boom, I've got it. So I've got it on all my thermostats, which is kind of cool because David would put it on sixty-eight and leave for the day, mm. and I'd get like I'd I'd get home and just be really aggravated that it just you know was blasting all, and nobody enjoyed it. So um, now it's on seventy-five down here in the den area. It's probably seventy-three. Um, we have different zones, and so in our bedroom. When we sleep, that's on a separate zone, and that one gets all the way down to 71. I know, I know. I'm a, <laughs> just throwing money away. But mm. um, other than that, like, typically 75 is what I leave, like, kind of unoccupied zones on. When we go out of town, which we mm. were in Florida last week, and we've been home more than ever during this COVID, but 
typically it goes to 78 um, when I'm not there. Um, just, you know, so it kind of keeps everything still conditioned, but you're not just throwing money away. Yeah. Um, and the same thing with our, with our house in Perry. Um, I got a nest down there now. And so that one stays like 82 or so until we go there and I, and I kick it low. I'll go kind of low at the campground because you're just there for a week, you know, mm-hmm. um, and it's crazy hot. Um, and the, in a, in a, in a hotel room. I mean, that baby's on full blast. Yeah. All bets are on the hotel room. You know how that is. Yeah, you uh, ain't paying. Nope. You nope. Ain't I mean, like, I get mad whenever it's one of those smart hotel rooms that, like, cuts off with the motion detector. I'm like, man, this thing is not blasting full blast all day. And when I got home, it was, you know, when I get back to the hotel, it's like, like, low 60s. But that's ideal. I mean, we, we try not to just throw the money away, but, um, it's it, it, at night. I like sleeping a little cold, so it does get down to seventy one. But other than that, seventy three, seventy four. So mm. I actually get excited, like when I go into a hotel room. I'm like, yes, let's crank this baby down. Guilty. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Patrick, what's your house on? So uh, I'll, our house stays at at seventy two during the summer months, which in Albany, Georgia, range from February to mid November. Um. Right. And then once we kick it over to winter, we pretty much – I just don't touch it. Um, we don't ever turn the heat on hardly. So it just uh, typically the ambient temperature keeps it still at about 72. Um, if I had just my way and I wasn't caring about spending money, um, I'd probably have it 68, 69. I got a little roebuck blood in me, I guess, in that regard. Mm-hmm. I do like it cold. I love – Waking up in the morning and putting on a pair of sweatpants and a hoodie and, you know, nice warm socks and getting a cup of coffee um, and just kicking it. So, in fact, oh, yeah. I will say there has been times down here at Christmas when it was flip-flops and shorts and I turned the AC down <laughs> just so I could have a fire on Christmas morning and read by the fire because um, nice. it just wasn't right. So, but yeah, if I had it my way, it, it would be like, like uh, Diesel D, and I can actually remember Derek staying at your house and getting a, a a Coke or a Dr Pepper from the fridge, taking it into your room, and leaving it there. And then we go play ball or whatever, and we would come back, and that drink so was the exact same temperature <laughs> as it was out the fridge. So, Everything's better yeah. cold. So yeah, it I'm is. a 72 it, reality and a probably 68 um, if money was not a factor. My my thought process on this is the reason why we like it, and I, I'm waiting to see what Matt says. But when you're cold, you can get warm in like two seconds. Put a blanket, put a what, you know, put you know, mm-hmm. a sweatshirt on. Pull, you know, I, I like a little a little heavier blanket in the winter, that kind of stuff. When you're hot, you cannot get cold in two seconds unless you got to walk in freezer or something. Like it's very hard to get cold quickly, but it's really easy to get warm quickly if you're cold. Mm-hmm. How about you, Matt? Well, I'm, I'm kind of about where y'all are. So we have both of our thermostats upstairs and downstairs are set on 73, um, 72, 73. And mm-hmm. we, we just moved into this house and we've got a, they're both smart thermostats. So we can adjust with the phone, but we haven't, we got to get them set up, which should help a lot because I'm like you uh, too, Josh, the campground, crank it up when we're gone. 
But when we're there for the week, like I'm like, man, let's let's enjoy this. Let's splurge a little bit here on the AC. <laughs> you know, let's let's live a little. Um, yeah, I mean, it's gonna I, cost I, us I, an extra ten dollars yeah. this week. But well, I pay, splurge. I pay thirty five. You know, I pay X amount of dollars eleven months out of the year for AC that I don't even use. So might as well. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And you're saving all that money on lawn care yeah. while you're down there. <laughs> yeah. Which I might have, I might have had some feedback on that. Some people have been down at the campground recently. Yes. And if Derek, since you're down there, can you check on Matt's? Um, yes. I might go. Cabin? I might go over there. With him. Hey. I heard that it was about to be turned Had into to. a duck blind, and I, I wanted to make sure that it was okay. It's a <laughs> we were there. I was there last weekend. Um, and yes, it Matt. It literally looks like a duck blind. Yes. I thought the Robertson plan was going to come popping out of the room. <laughs> gonna, we're going to flood. Explode. We're actually going to flood that backfield right behind Matt's house. Yeah. Like we're going to build up a berm so we can flood the whole thing where we used to play football, and uh, just just take it take it from there. Maybe plant some rice. Go handle that tomorrow for him. Yeah, yeah. take care. Well, I, we are using some power tools. Power tools. We're, we're going to get um, we're going to get the landscaper going on a try to monthly basis. But beside the point. So I guess I'm not I'm not too stingy. I'm not like so. I don't know how it was, but like the past three or four years, or like maybe it's past six years, me and been married, we'll go to my parents' house. I don't ever really notice it, but I did before. They have it cranked up. So they're going 76, 77. And I'm always like sneaking in there to pump it down <laughs> to like 73. And then all of a sudden, yep. I see my dad and my mom go, it's a little cold in here. So let's go slide back <laughs> up. Oh my goodness. Your, nice. your parents are crazy with the cold, man. But it I don't I, matter what. I do love it. I do love it cold, just like y'all said. So like, it, I will get kind of like um, antsy and crank it down a little bit. And Josh, perfect point. It's easier to throw in a blanket or a pair of sweatpants oh, yeah. and a pair of socks and warm back up. And then, but I, I almost would prefer colder, a little colder in the winter, so I can get the fire going. Agreed. Yeah, the fire yeah, is legit. I'm not. I'm not crazy. Like I'm trying to save money. I'm kind of a wait. You know, real fire or gas? Yes. Real. Oh, all real. all natural. Yeah. Oh, really? It's the Collins way. I'm not. I'm the wow. other man. I tried. The, I tried first, to find the a first fire is just like for me. Literally, the first fire is just like it's an event. I mean, I'm yeah, prepping now event. for the first fire in December. They only get like, two. A year. I already got my wood curing. I've already got my kindling. I mean, I'll wow. find some kindling. And there is I mean, no comparison to a real fire. No doubt. It is just. Does your house not smell like smoke? That's the no. My first house in Columbia. My first house in Columbia, like it had a real fireplace, and I was trying to rock it, and I had the, the, you know, the chimney flue logs, and I had all the different things, and and I just could not get away from that smell, and maybe my fireplace didn't work right. I don't know. Well, everybody. I mean, for me, the biggest thing is you have to prime the flue, so you got to get, you got to get some you know whatever stick or whatever show them and burn it and it right. i don't know i don't know what it does but cleans it out but yeah. but it does something that it's supposed to do and then i crack the door and, and we rock and roll and maybe there's a little bit of smell the next morning but i love it so and lauren doesn't mind it or at least she never told me any differently so but yeah the fire, i'm gonna have y'all don't want to hear me talk about fires but man I love. Well, maybe there'll be a segment because i've got like bonfire <laughs> um i've been using a little bit of a the solo stove if y'all seen that um, mm-hmm. if you haven't, Google it, and then it'll become your ad for the next two weeks. I, I, every time I Google something, so but, a little um, metal tin circle thing. Yeah, yeah, and it, and it circulates the air to where there's no smoke. 
stainless yeah. steel, I think. But yeah, it, it's um, it, it it's pretty neat. We'll we'll have to talk about it. Yeah, sweet. All right. Well, that took longer than ten minutes. Um, Derek, speak good. as your move, buddy. It's, it's up to the MC to keep us on that. point, though. We're gonna we're I gonna microphone controller. All right. So Matt Matt said his piece. So all right, we'll go on to I guess our main topic, which is loving your neighbor. Um, it's something we've had a lot of different topics kind of come in, and we. We thought that we were going to be going through topics pretty quick when we first started this thing, but it seems like, um, you know, we're going to try to cut it back to, to maybe two topics every time. But I enjoy it because we got a lot yeah, to say. It it does. It's a little more length on each one, and and loving your neighbor is obviously a lengthy topic. It's one that we can get into uh, pretty deep. But I had some um, I had some scripture. I'll read it real quick. Um, in Leviticus, the 25th chapter, um, it's a pretty long chapter. Um, it talks a lot about, in the beginning of it, about the year of Jubilee, which is its own lesson in itself. But um, there's two scripture, there was two verses at the end that I, I uh, that caught my eye. Um, 35th verse, and if thy brother be waxen poor and fallen in decay with thee, then thou shalt relieve him. Yea, though he be a stranger or a sojourner, that he may live with thee. Take thou no usury of him, or increase, but fear thy God, that thy brother may live with thee. Thou shalt not give him thy money upon usury, nor lend him thy victuals for increase. I am the Lord your God, which brought you forth out of the land of Egypt to give you the land of Canaan, and to be your God. And it is it talks in this in this whole chapter about how to to treat others. Um, it's more or less talking about the children of Israel, and they're setting up their you know everything that they got going on, but the it it and to my understanding it's still a uh a, a a pretty a pretty big practice for Jews now to um to to treat other people this way like they're they're they go out of their way to to help people um who are downtrodden or whatever but um when you talk about your neighbor um we obviously think the next door neighbor um i haven't had many next door neighbors in my life but um, you know, I want to treat them the same way I would treat you guys or my family, and that's biblical, and it's what the, these verses tell us to do, that even if it's somebody you don't know, if it's a stranger that sojourneth with thee, you know, and you still treat them, you know, with love and kindness that because the Lord has treated you with the same love and kindness that you are to pay it forward. But that's um, some of the scripture, but we're going to dive in and get some thoughts on that. I'll, I'll go. I'll go a little first. I mean, I we we don't really go from one to one, but one thing that I thought when we said neighbor was the the vastness of what that encompasses, because we like to narrow it down as mm-hmm. individuals. I mean, it's just easier for us to process. You know, maybe it's not our neighbor here, but our neighbor like we go you know, our social group, our church group, and we get as far as a lot of times we'll do it as a nation. Okay, you'll lump those people together. And then you stop, and I'm not going to get into too much politics of it, but that's where we stop typically. Um, we put the other stuff, you know, like we, we want all you know women to have these rights in America, and we stop. You know, you you, you turn kind of a you, we, since we want to focus on a problem, we're going to focus it on here instead of focusing on like, hey, there's some that are enslaved, there's some that are being sold, there's some here, there's some, I mean, like just because it's not right beside us doesn't mean they're not our neighbor. 
Um, God made us all. Everybody. And, and, and yeah, and it means everybody. It means like I don't I don't just turn a blind eye to you know China putting kids to work because it makes my Walmart stuff cheaper. You know, I mean like you you've got neighbors that are being exploited. You gotta you gotta be careful with that because we are all God's children. And it's not just about us. It's not just about our country. It's not just about, you know, our state or our church or whatever it is that we can focus in on and get, you know, so focused on that we forget everything else. It's everybody. And so if you approach life with a loving attitude, non, you know, quit trying to know everything and be judgmental towards people, that's what that I really think that the message is there where, where God when, when, when he tells us, or Jesus says to love our neighbor, um, we gotta we gotta make sure we're always doing that because it's hard for us to admit that we're wrong. You know, I know how I arrived at a decision, so I'm I'm not I don't really question that. You know, so if I need help, it's it's circumstances out of my control. You know, I, I'm not being self critical very often, but when somebody else needs help, a lot of times I'm very critical of that situation. You know, <laughs> and, and 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 that's not that's not a Jesus trait. I'll put it that way, I, and I, I got to work. And I'm, I mean, I'm kind of confessing my my faults here because, like, I am very critical when I when I come up on somebody, like you know, this asking for money at the gas station. Like, I feel like they love to ask me for money at the gas station. Yeah. And I'm very critical. You know, why are we doing this? What circumstances led us to this decision to not have money for your tank of your, your tank of gas? You want to buy a half a tank of gas, but you've been driving around, but you didn't have money. Like I, I want to get all in the weeds. Um, that, that isn't always our job to get in the weeds. Um, it's, it's to love. That's our job. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I think, I guess I'll jump. I'll go ahead, Matt. Sorry. Well, no, I, I was just going to say, Derek, I was, um, and to Josh's point, both of y'all, I was thinking on the topic, we had a listener just, come in with a um, Terry I believe from Wilmington talking about the Good Samaritan and but that was kind of what I was leaning towards when when we talked about this loving your neighbor um, and I think too you saw well first off with Jesus with the Sermon on the Mount I think he brought him to a point where he was like you know talking about even the Pharisees and all them people these people they they can love their friends um, mm-hmm. and and that's and that's all good and that's you know that's necessary um but i i think sometimes too it's it's the person like derek said it's the outcast or it's the person that's different to us that um that may may not have the same beliefs or may not like the same things we do or may not you know talk the same way or this that and the other but i think is like what josh is saying our duty is just to love and show christ um and let god you know do the work and and that can be tough sometimes because i think as a just i guess as an individual you may some people get to that point where like well i don't know about this i don't know how this is going or how this is going to pan out or what they're going to do with all these things whether it be someone on the side of the street or whether it just be um a friend but the whole point is just for i feel like jesus is just telling us to love um regardless of race you know color whatever and um there was the story of the good samaritan you know he said you know um, a lawyer tempted him saying, Master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? Um, and then he said, you know, I shall love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and all thy mind and strength. 
and thy neighbor as thyself. So, I mean, obviously the key to all this that we talk about is the, is Christ's love and, and love of him supremely. And it's, and it's so, I think it's so fitting and so um, beautiful that Jesus right next to that, he doesn't right next to that is to love thy neighbor as thyself. Um, and, and the guy that took care of this man on the side of the road that was beaten was, was not of his kind. He was, he was different. He was a, of a different sect. And he um, he showed compassion, and I think that's a big thing too. Is just is just showing compassion. People people want to, I think people are attracted to that. People are attracted to the love and the compassion that we show them. Um, and I had a before we keep going. I guess one question I thought about is what what is what does that look like? I guess to y'all loving your neighbor, and maybe the challenges with it. I know Josh touched on it a little bit. Well, I think the greatest challenge is. First of all, um, you have to you have to die to yourself before you can find that type of capacity to love. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are if you have the carnal nature, that selfish nature of sin, and that's what is still existing in your heart. Um, I mean, maybe you can do it for a day, maybe for a moment, maybe for an instant, but on a day in and day out basis, it's not human nature to love to the to the capacity that Christ taught. So, I mean, the first challenge is overcoming yourself and getting the love of God in you. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, you overcome yourself by dying to yourself, and then you, know, you repent of your sins, and then after you're forgiven, the Holy Spirit comes in, and that's when the love comes, and that's the power. And so really, all these things that, this, that Jesus taught is just this love that he spoke of. He gives you that love, and then you and then you just let him shine your light. I mean, again, the same Sermon on the Mount, you know, not to hide a candle under a bushel, but on a candlestick. And in that love, you glorify, you glorify God because God is love. Um, And then kind of in the day-to-day, I would say for me, you know, the biggest thing the devil probably comes at me with is this, this illusion of safety. Um, You know, somebody comes up to you or or somebody needs a home, or somebody needs a car, or, or whatever, you know, and, and the devil always says, well, well, what if you're bringing a stranger in who might do this, or who might steal from you, or who might, you know, you lend somebody your car, they might wreck it, and then you have to fix it, and so again, I mean, you have to overcome yourself, and just realize that none of these things are mine anyway, and I'm not saying I do this on a day-in-day-out basis, I'm just answering your question, Matt, you know, um, I pulled up this scripture, uh, it says, I'll read this and, 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 and be quiet, but it says, uh, you know, um, Jesus and, and his disciples are in this discourse and, and, you know, Jesus talked about, you know, I was hungry, you gave me meat, I was thirsty, you gave me drink, I was a stranger, kind of like that scripture that De- uh, Derek read in Leviticus. And, mm-hmm. and he said, they said, when, when did we do these things? Um, and he said, in that you've done the least of these, my brethren, you've done unto me. So I just pray every day, you know, Lord, let me see the people around me like you see them um, and let me help them like you would help them. Yeah. Well, it's no, it's no um, coincidence that in Matt's scripture, he says, first, you love the Lord God with all your heart, soul, whatever he says. But it's when you, God gives you the ability to love your neighbor. Yeah. Right. It's not so. It's, it's not go love your neighbor like take off. 
without without me, it's like no, you don't, you have to have the Lord to be able to, like Patrick said, to have the capacity to do that. And I had another scripture that I was saving for later, um, in Matthew the fifth chapter. Um, it says, "Ye have heard that it hath been said, Thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy." Yes, yeah, so but I say unto you, love your enemies. Bless them that curse mm-hmm. you, be good to them that hate you, and pray for them that would yeah. despitefully use you and persecute you. And we always think, like like we have said just now, that you know it's the it's the neighbors, the people that we don't know, it's the people who look different. It's everybody. It's your enemy. It's the person that is you know cussing you out. It's the person that that's having issues with your driving. It's the person that's sending you the the emails, you know, or whatever. Um, you know, it's, it's them people and it's the people who are disagreeing with you. Um, Mm -hmm. those are the people who are definitely in need of our love. Um, but that the loving your enemies is such a foreign concept to people because it totally goes against nature and Mm -hmm. the, and holiness goes against our nature. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's, it's, it's no coincidence that this is hard to do. And people can't do it. They can't, you know. I, I, you know, I can, I can treat this person right because they treat me right, and you know, and but yeah, you as soon as you Everybody somebody gets that. one over, yeah, yeah, yeah. as soon as somebody gets one over on you, oh, I'm gonna show them, you know, I'm getting back. And that was something that my mom always said. She was, you know, you, she was always, you never return evil for evil. Mm-hmm. You always mm-hmm. return good overcome, for evil. Overcome evil with good. Well, and it was and my, and my it thing was, is right. No, yeah, I'm done. I was just saying, anybody can be nice, okay? Yeah. Like, some people choose not to be nice, and those are terrible people to be around. I don't want to be around. I'm not going to. <laughs> I mean, like, but anybody can be nice if they really work at it, okay? But there's yeah. a difference, and the reason why he didn't say, you know, be nice to your neighbor. I mean, that's a no-brainer, right? I mean, we're supposed to be yeah. people that are, are pleasant to be around, you know, encouragers, people that aren't just sitting there and so unhappy with themselves they find fault with everybody else like that's just a miserable life like that's a no-brainer being nice takes work especially for some people but anybody can do it mm-hmm. love is something so much deeper than that okay like if i really love my enemy if i really am able to get to a place in in, in my mind where i love this person that did me wrong and I'm focused on the fact that I love them, I am going to try to help them out. All right, so say they did something wrong to me, something terrible, all right? If I am in, in mentally in the right place and Christ is in my heart and I love that person, I am going to, if it's possible, it's not always possible, if it's possible to help fix or help steer or help encourage mm-hmm. to a different action next time or whatever, that is part of love, okay? I love my kids, but I really got onto them hard whenever they couldn't play, they couldn't share the new Doc McStuffin toy that came in from Amazon today. Oh, um, that was right at eight o'clock, and they're just like, you deal with this. And so, like, I really got onto them. I wasn't just, I wasn't nice, but it's because I love them. And, and the same thing is if we have a mentality that we are keepers one of another, not just you and the, the um, you know the other three people on this on this radio program with me, but if I really am keepers of humanity, I really love the people I come in contact with. It's a different interaction than if I'm trying to be nice and I don't like them, you know. So I I, I think the the 
focus on this, and, and the key word is love, because if you truly love someone, your approach towards them and your approach towards life in general and in interactions is going to be different than somebody that's playing nice. Even if on the surface they're the same, on the surface they look the same, like your mentality towards life and and how God's called you to walk is going to be a mile apart. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, go ahead. Somebody about to say something. You good, I think. Okay. No, I was going to say, Josh, I don't think it becomes like a – like, okay, I've got to talk to this many people this week, and I've got to donate this much money this week, and I've got to find four people that are on the side of the road, and I've got to give them this count. Yeah, that's, that's, that's being nice. That's that's kind of like, okay, I'm, I'm checking boxes. Um, now, yeah. may, God may call you to all those people. That's one thing. If he's calling you to to speak to somebody or, or if he's put someone in your heart, that, that needs to be followed through with. And now it may look the way I may minister to somebody may be completely different than y'all minister to somebody. It's how God's using us and what – he feels best at the time, but, and that's, you know, he's going to, he's going to equip us if, if, you know, if he's, if he's calling us, he's not going to leave us unhandy. He's going to, he's equipped us with the, the means and, us, yeah. and, and the methods through his spirit to guide us. But I, I, I think so much too with the, that was the text, Derek, I was trying to quote and miserably didn't do well in, in the uh, Sermon on the Mount. And I think about that so much because those, those type of people, um, and that's what separates Christ from the world right there is, is that kind of love, the, 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 the love that's not supposed to be there um, that Josh talked about with, with evil. Because if you took a man or a woman that's in sin and you took a, a man or woman that's in sin and you had that argument, you, would, you, you probably wouldn't arrive at the love stage or, you know, right. I'm going to pray for you. Um, it just wouldn't work. And, and, yeah. But you see the power of Christ has come in and change someone's heart. And, and, and the, the craziest thing, too, is people that have always been ill will to each other. Or I've heard testimonies of people, man, I've always had a, a fast tongue, or I've always been angry, or I, I, I can't tame the tongue. And they find Christ, and they just, it's a, it's a complete 180, and it has to be. Um, the nature has to, and then when you, when you get sanctified, the nature goes out. Now I'm, I'm spiraling a little bit. But what I was trying to say is, I guess, too, it's just such a beauty of Christ when you love that person. And, and sometimes, you know, you, you may get in somewhere like, man, why, why are you still caring about the situation or caring about me? I've, I've done this. I don't listen. But Christ, just as Christ did when he walked the earth, he just showed compassion day in yeah. and day out, no matter who, no matter what, no matter. He, I mean, he, he prayed for people and knowing that they were going to, you know, spit on him and spat on him and cruise and, and you know what I'm saying? And reject him. And he still loves. So I think when it comes down to, to me, I feel like, it's, it's so vital, like we said, it's necessary to have Christ in our heart, but just to be prayerful about it and to just show compassion. And, you know, I don't know what form that looks like. It looks like in different situations here and there with me. Um, oh, it changes. Yeah, yeah, you have to be fluid with that. I mean, if I pulled up on, there's a Piney Grove exit on 26 here in Columbia, and there's always somebody asking for money. And if I just pulled up with my wallet, opened it, and dumped it out every morning, that's not love. That's me trying to, you know, whatever I'm trying to do, whether it's, you know, be a good person or be nice or show somebody else what I'm doing or whatever. But I just be, I would be out of money like that. That doesn't that doesn't that, that check in the box doesn't necessarily mean it's the right thing to do. Now, when I have compassion and God puts it on my heart yeah. to actually converse with them and say, hey, I'm going to be praying for you. You really need some food. Here's a gift card. 
that I, and, I, and I've done it this way too. I mean, and, and it's it's different for different people in different ways that they have they have approached it as well. Um, when you see them limping towards the car, and then when as soon as the light turns green, they walk normal. Like I don't have nothing to do with that. But uh, you know, there's, there's there's different approaches. But the key is your heart mm-hmm. having love towards every single person. Yeah, and I think too, you know, there is there is times where like a a warm meal or this or that may lead to a gospel, you know, conversation. And I, I believe that would be okay. But I mean, you can also say the other way where you can, you can tell them like that Peter told him, silver and gold, I have none, but such as yeah. I have in the name of Jesus Christ. You know, I may not have money to give you, but I sure have something. Uh, yeah. offer you if you got rid of the, the what ifs in every scenario, mm-hmm. just, if you said, this is the, here's something that needs to be handled. This guy needs money. But, Instinctively, all of us, no matter what situation we're come up to, we we think of the what ifs. Yeah. Well, the what ifs are not. If I this is what I've been trying to do is get rid of the what ifs and just do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I know that I have never gone without. I have. The Lord has always, and this is what I tell a lot of people, but mostly my wife, whenever she's worried about something, and and you know she's having. An issue of you know what what's this is going to happen? What if what if? And it it can be big deals. You know, I'm not I'm not trying to belittle that, but you know there are we we have as a family have faced things that are a big deal. But I say, and it's true, is the Lord has not failed me yet. Yeah. If He had failed me, then we would have reason to doubt the situation. Mm-hmm. You know, if I had ever gone without, then. And who's to say what is without, you know, without is, oh, I've never had enough money to pay bills or if I've never had enough money to eat. I've never had if yeah. I, my, my electrical internal, what, whatever that going without is to you, because it, our life is a success so far. We, we've made it. We're alive. Children are healthy. You know, this is significant. Even that, the, is. the without is still fluid. Like, I mean, say, say you saying I went without paying my bills. Well, maybe your bills were too high, you know? And God, yeah, God yeah. still and provided for you. It, it, say you went without electricity. Right. There's people without electricity. So, I mean, like, our without, God's still providing for us, even though we try to put our parameters on it. God always provides. So, right. And it's, if you get rid of the what ifs, and you know, what if this guy takes my money and goes to the liquor store? Okay, well, what if? So what? You know, once I give him the money, I don't care what he does with it. I've done my duty. Yeah. You know, I have, I, I, I see a need and I fulfill it. And then this is talking about the guy on the side of the street, but anything, you know, there's somebody over here and this is what I've been, I have kind of had a calling to do this personally because I love tools is I try. And because I travel a lot, if I see somebody on the side of the road, I try to make it a point to pull over and see if they, if I have a tool that they need from, you know, repairing a tire you know, or fixing a tire, jack, maybe they don't have jack stands or whatever, you know, just the things that I might have that you need when you're on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. Um, That's because this guy's got tools as well. Just right. so y'all know. Well, yeah. And you yes, have something somebody yeah. else doesn't need. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. And, and I, I it, it makes a big deal because I've been on the side of the road a lot in my life. And <laughs> there's tons of stories about me being on the side of the road with various people because my cars have broke down. Um, but, you would say that that's that's terrible. They're getting a new car, but the Lord has taken me through. He's he's provided every step of the way. So, you know, when when we approach a situation, just try not to 
get all bogged down with the what ifs because you could what if yourself, you know, right out of the situation. You know, mm-hmm. oh, I, I can't do that because they might murder me. Okay, we'll go to the next guy, you know, or, or the next issue, you know. Um, but anyway, I, uh, I digress. But I, I do say that if, if we have some compassion towards our neighbor and, and love that, you know, we may not be uh, so apt to, to what if the scenario and just maybe help them out and let the Lord do the rest. I'm glad Jesus didn't. What if? <laughs> yes, he could have. He had a lot of situations to what if. <laughs> he had, a, he had plenty of what ifs, and he could have what if his way back to heaven. Yes, exactly. but he denied himself. Mm-hmm. He did, and I, and I loved, and I know we need to move on. I love the Samaritan um, parable that he gave us because those people did not like each other at all, mm-hmm. and you would think the priest would take care of the Jew, you know, cause that's, that's what the, you know, you, you think of the leader of a church or whatever, like, Hey, then they're the ones that need to go help the people in the hospital. And, and even today, you know, we kind of remove ourselves to somebody else's job, but Jesus made it clear. Like this guy that is not it's sort of like, you know, I don't know, like Christian Muslim. I mean, like if you're trying to find an analogy yeah. kind of thing and he's like the Samaritan, was the hero in this, even to today, if I say Samaritan, you're like, oh, the good Samaritan, like, you know, so, I mean, he was the hero in that parable because he had compassion, and Lord help us all to do that. Well, it would have been easy, I know we got to move on, but man, what it, it would have been easy if it was somebody, if, you know, if the story would have been, okay, well, it was this guy who's his friend, but when he's asking him, you know, what shall I do, and, and he tells him the story of a, of a man that hates one another, and he says, that's, that's what you need to do and go and do likewise. That, that's, yeah. that basically you need Christ <clears throat> to do that. Yep. And, um, and you need to love the Lord with all that heart, soul, mind, body, and strength. That's the truth. Man, it speaks the truth. All right, so we'll move on hey, to quick. the topic. Go ahead, Patrick. What you no, got? It's me interrupting you. It's Matt. Again. Again. No, no, I just want to, we need to plug. We do, we do sound alike, though. We hey, sound a lot alike. Really quick, before we go on to tools, Derek, I just want to say something I think I had a chance to say in the beginning. If y'all have any ideas, that all the listeners out there, for topics or questions that you want to um, ask us, feel free to send us a message on Facebook and Instagram at Speak As You're Moved. And also, if we get this right, email us too at speakasyourmovedre at gmail.com. Yes, we have plenty of ways of getting in touch with us, and probably all seven listeners that we have tonight probably have our phone number. So, you know, we could uh, you can always just text us. You know, we have like sixty. I mean, come on, Derek, (laughs) sell them all short. Well, I sure hope this. (laughs) So anyway, on that tools backing of of that, we're going to get into tools, which is a pretty um stereotypical topic of a father um when you i know around father's day home depot blows up with all these things that dads need you know um tons of tools but i am a self-diagnosed toolaholic um i love tools it is where 95 percent of my money goes um it's really the only reason i have a job is so that i can just buy more tools um so it's uh it's nice to have tools i was raised to use them and that's kind of what what I had in mind when I when I thought about this, aside from it just being a very generic um, dad category. Um, but you know, there's a lot of guys that are hopefully listening, and I want everybody to 
you know, speak a little bit about their tooling. If, if Are you a kind of handyman around your house? Do you have tools? Do you need tools? Are there tools that, um, that you want but just, you know, don't think you'll ever use? Or, you know, how do you use them? And uh, it kind of piggybacked off of off what I was telling you telling y'all about with using tools to help your neighbor. Um, you know, do you lend tools to your neighbor? So um, we all might have our own idea about what tools are, but I just believe that men should have tools. So Patrick, what is your tool? <laughs> My tools well I'm I'm one of those guys where uh I um I, I'm kind of a I'm kind of a wannabe handyman. Uh, I will say without YouTube, I wouldn't be able to do any of the things that I do. So I always find myself um, in the tug of war game. Like, and by that, I mean, I'm always like, I always have the almost right tool for the job and it can get a little maddening. <laughs> <laughs> so the almost mean, right tool. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's, uh, and, uh, but so yeah, my tool game is pretty weak. Uh, I literally have like two of those little uh, husky pouch thingies or whatever, and it's not organized. <laughs> it's just like I got tools that that fit in those two pouches, and and I sprung for a skill solid auction about two years ago. I got it for like forty bucks. So, and that's really? about it, unless you count yard equipment. Um, no, that's that's a tool. You know, that's part of the thing. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. Yard so lower, Josh is gonna have a lot of yard tools. Yeah. Um, Josh can have a lot of tools. So that's me. Uh, I, I can use a tape measure. Um, you know, can and you read a tape measure. I can read a tape I measure. I, I wouldn't want to be on a roof with, around a framing crew with a cut man shouting at me. Um, I'd probably. <laughs> yeah. Do you have to strike. count over the sixteenths, or do you know which one's which? I know the. Like I know you, the big tape. Start at eight, eight, and then nine, ten, eight, eleven, four, thirteen, you know, thirteen half. sixteenths. <laughs> and then uh, once it gets into the little tick marks, I just kind of like take my time mm, with it, you know. Like thirteen and five tick marks, <laughs> five baby ticks. So and then just, sometimes depending on the, the job, wood. I just don't even bother. I just round up and cut it. And uh, yeah, long, so, short. <laughs> um, I figure I can always. That's the Ross Bennett philosophy. It's close enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's so, <laughs> five and a quarter long. Not hardly. So that's me. He's the only um, volunteer. Well, I'm not going to go there. Right, keep going. That's me. <laughs> you know, I will say this. The one thing, if I can brag on myself, um, back when Lauren and I were, I'll say this and be quiet. I know you guys are anxious. Um, when our, Lauren and I were first married, we were for real broke. And, um, and my alternator went out on my Yoda. And I went on YouTube. And I and I um I had enough to get to the I had enough juice to get to a buddy's uh car uh excuse me mechanic lot, parked there, and he let me use his all of his tools out of his which I ended up not needing that much anyway. But anyway, so with the phone on the on the the whatever chassis or whatever of the car, watched YouTube and swapped out the alternator. So I was pretty proud of that. It's not a that's big, awesome. it's not a hard. That is really job. good. No, that's good. Mecha- I mean, mechanics will know that that's rudimentary stuff, but um, for me, I was really proud of it. And so, yeah, it's well, that's all that really matters. Yeah, you know, I was pumped, man. It's I'm a, not gonna lie. Well, that's the thing is, if you have tools, and that's what brought me to it is, I want I want y'all to use your tools instead of going out and getting somebody else to to fix it for you. You know, because it might save you money, but. Um, you know, when that, that's a story 
that you remember because you used your tools to fix something and you got a ton of gratification out of it and you saved some money. Mm-hmm. I've given some pretty good coins, so I felt pretty good about that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, John Hughes told me one time when I first bought my house, he said, well, you're a homeowner now. You better get wealthy or get handy. <laughs> awesome. I've never forgot. Yeah. That's awesome. That's good. Get wealthy that's, that's, John, that's John John Hughes, little, little John. That's good. I love that quote. But get wealthy or get handy. So that's me. That's me. What about you, Journey? <laughs> me? I, I want to know if, if yeah, I want to know if you own Harbor Freight or if you just have a couple. Too. All right. So not Harbor Freight. I can assure you. Or whatever it is. All right. So we can go two routes with this, though. All right. So. Mm-hmm. At my job, I'm the only project manager that actually has like tools in his toolbox. Yeah. Um, I like to know every facet that we do and know how to do it. I won't be the best at it, but I'm going to know how to do it. That was part of the thing. We, they put you in the field for a year. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm cutting. Uh, what we do is we can do commercial drywall, metal studs, acoustical sealing, insulation. So what I do is, you know, I was out there using the tape, you know, scoring and cutting sheetrock, using your um, keyhole saws. I was using... Um, big metal chop saws, um, grinders, that kind of stuff for heavy gauge metal studs. Um, and all that stuff, I don't have a, a chop saw in my truck, but I've got, you know, a, a regular one. I've got a socket wrench that I got all this stuff in my truck. I cake with me because you're on a job site. I don't want to hear. No, I don't want to hear. I don't, I forgot my snips. I forgot this. I don't have a, a mud pan. So I've got all that in my truck and, and this, they're my stuff. Like there's stuff I've used it when we do work weekends and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But so I've got, I've got a, you know, a general sprinkling. I don't have, you know, the best track saw and the best this and the Makita this and the, you know, all, I don't have all that. I do have a Makita uh, skill saw because Rosh picked on me about my, uh, my, my one I was using at the campground. But, um, <laughs> so I went, <laughs> You should have told Ross, but, you pick on me so bad, why don't you go buy me one? Come on, well, no, I was like, you're <laughs> right, you're right. I don't even know what, what brand it was. Some off, like, it was something, like, really old at the cabin. Um, but on the tool front, Derek, I probably, and I say I, because I'm the one making a lot of the decisions or whatever with regards to my projects, but I spend thousands and thousands of dollars each year on tools. So, we'll chop saw, we'll go to DeWalt. Most of the, the, the biggest expenditures on tools other than that are our um, powder actuated fastener guns, okay? And for mm, that, the I'm a big Hilti guy, okay? So my little repertoire is more on the Hilti side than on just residential. Grew up residential, now I'm in commercial. I like to say that. Um, my dad did does custom homes in Wilmington. And, um, so I, try, I have a, a sprinkling of tools, whatever. It does help that um i have jobs that i can you know in a, in a lowe's account so mm-hmm. that that does help with the whole uh, amassing tools but i don't like Charts to have tools job. just to keep them I don't, I don't like having tools just to keep them you know um i have Do some long use stuff them at home yeah i mean i think you have one of my my uh my spreaders don't you like a seed spreader for that's a mm-hmm. long tool right yeah yeah um and like, so was it two weeks ago? I don't know if I told it on here, but my, my refrigerator went out and it's kind of hard to get refrigerators right now. And I didn't really want to go spring for a new, you know, $3,500 fridge. And I got really scared because well, on YouTube, it said the motherboard I had to be replaced. And that was a $500 investment. 
So I was really hoping that that was it because these you could buy a motherboard, you can't return it. And so, but, and then I had to reprogram and this, that, and the other, but YouTube was my friend and guys, fridge freezer cooling like the day I bought it. Yeah, I, that right. was, that is, nice. that is a good feeling. I will agree. That is a good feeling. I call Salon Appliance because I'm not really, Derek, I, I don't 100% uh, subscribe to trying to do it myself. I did call the appliance repair guy first. They were a week out on repairs. Like, I don't know about you guys, but a week without a fridge or freezer <laughs> would be pretty rough at this house. So um, we got we got little man still on milk, you know, when he goes to bed. That, that doesn't work well without a, a, a fridge or a freezer. So that's when I jumped into action. I jump into action when I have to, but I'll take it to the professional. Like, old change. Truck needs it. It's at 0% or whatever on the dash it says. 0%? I mean, I mean of all life. It's not 0%, you know? And and all it is, it takes me going to that, you know, 15-minute oil change. You drive in. Um, I get synthetic, but uh, I'm not going to do it myself, even though it would save me a little bit, I think. Um over time, it, there, there's there's a cost benefit there. Um, you have a company truck too, don't you, Josh? I do, I do. Yeah, buddy. Um, so no, you don't care. Well, no, no, but like, all right. So <laughs> Meredith's car isn't a company car, but I I don't try to take it to the the off brand service dealer either. Yeah. Okay, like that kind of scares me, and so it, it's a trade off. I could probably learn how to to change the oil on a Q7, but I. I just I, I would rather somebody that does it every day do it because that's going to work better for me. No, I agree, Josh. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, Matt. Yeah, Matt. Matt, do you have do you have a lot of tools? Um, I, have a, I have a few. I'm, I'm, do you have any roofing tools, or are you just all? Yeah, I mean, all I, dab? I, I just. Okay. I mean, I have a, like a, a caulk gun. Um, yeah. A couple tools to take like cores of the roof. I yeah. don't. I don't. Um, and that's about you know like the cleaner to patch a few things just in case. But usually I let the do you guys have do a, the work. Um, do you have a laser? <laughs> if I um, do measure? the work, um, no. If I do the work, then I don't sell any work. So I mean, I've got all gotcha. you know. I would think to... that might be needed. Uh, that that's one of my key tools on a job site, especially whenever I just get a slab, like mm -hmm. slab to deck height. Boop, pop it, and, yeah. and we did the little Hilti laser thing, and it tells me exactly what what length to order my studs. That's what's up. I didn't know if you needed that on a roof. Mm -mm. No, I not usually. I mean, when I'm looking at them, it's it's like more immediate needs. And then if we um, if we're going to do like a replacement on the commercial roof, then we'll we'll get our technician out there and kind of do the full due diligence. Sometimes that's me, but COVID's kind of shortened us. But anyway, no, I think um, I will say I'll give credit to Patrick. I do not do. I, I will not venture into that realm. And I will get someone to change my wife's oil. Um, and do those repairs. My truck's company truck, so it's like you know whatever. And 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 to Josh's fairness, he is a, he's always impressed me with his handiness. He seems like he can fix anything. So I, will, I, I don't like not knowing how to do it. I may not do it, yeah. but I, I don't like not knowing how to do it. You know, so, like yeah. <laughs> the guys go, well, we need this the ceiling tile in, and da da da. And this ceiling grid's not in, and blah blah blah. And it's just one room, and it's in Florence, and I'm in Florence, and none of my guys are in Florence. I can just go do it real quick. Like yeah. it's not. But, but it's not what I'm going to make my living doing or be good at it or be productive at it. Yeah. But we have had a couple people feed in. Um, we, uh, yes, give some us feedback. Do, yeah, some feedback. They do take their car to the Lexus dealership to get the oil changed. Like changing your own oil in the Lexus might be cost prohibitive mm -hmm. in the long run. 
Also, um, a response, Rosh would have fainted on rounding up on the tape measure. So, yeah. <laughs> I, knew, I knew he wasn't listening. No, that would have been and awesome I, yeah, no, it was. They were, they were listening in. They're like, you, you picking on Rosh about, about tools? And um, it was from somebody that knows Rosh very well and is probably listening with Rosh right now. So, uh, well, he knows the deal. He might need to have him as a guest one time because uh, he, he knows uh, what's going to hold up. He would have really uh, had a hard time but, this week. But I, so there, I, there went there went my future career with with Bennett Construction. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, he, he now he the toilet now. Well, uh, well, I'm gonna count over. Uh, I know the middle one is uh, eight sixty. It's close enough. So it's gonna just, 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 it just round it up and sand it I down. Just figured, I'd worst say. case, I can shave that bad boy down later. You know, there you I'm, go. So. Thirty six and a quarter long. I mean, that could be anything. You know, the next couple sixteenths over. Rush, I don't know. Just just make it up. Just eyeball yeah. it. No, I think I, don't know. I think I, so. I've got other than that little car and all that stuff. I've I've got I've got the uh, I've got two words for you for my handyman. Um, he airs from the state of Georgia, and mm-hmm. he's he's been part of my team since me and Anna got married. He goes by the name Ronnie Barnes. Ronnie, Ronnie Barnes, <laughs> my father-in-law. So he you is, want to talk about a man with some tools? He has all the tools. He's got some tools. So oh, he is tools. he is the fix. Fix it, fix it up guy. So, or yes, if we have is. a question on how to do this, how to do it. Now, I will say, kudos to my wife. She she is very handy with as well. Like, you know, she'll like they'll be like, okay, well, hey, you want to fix the sink or this, that, and the other? She'll call up her dad or dad tell her to do it, and and if I'm not home, she'll knock it out. Um, so, but and I, but as far as like those are the kind of repairs, but as far as my tool skills go, or kind of what what's in my tool belt. <laughs> um, I'm like a wannabe chip, some. wannabe chip and Joanna Gaines. So like I, I try to live off of interest. <laughs> and there you um, go. So basically my expertise, well I say it's not even expertise, is like building bookshelves. So I, I went I, I probably called Derek about a hundred times. Um, <laughs> if he was an attorney in charge by the hour, I would have mm-hmm. been I mean, with the Q and A's. But no, I mean like the I just have you know like a, a drill set, like a Ryobi drill set, porter cable, air compressor. Nail gun combo yeah. for stuff. Using it oh, as, yeah. a, as a two-fold Little. to pump up tires. And then yeah. um, a or bread skill- nailer or whatever on it. Yep. Yeah. Right, I got a 16, 18-gauge nail. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. then, But my real passion, I guess, if, for tool for woodworking is, is carbon decoys. And I think you all know that. Um, yeah. All listeners out there. So if you if you want a decoy, uh, a wooden hand-carved decoy by Matt Collins from Speak As Your Move, feel free to direct message. I'll plug myself. But no. Well, I yeah. want to... I want a cabinets by Derek Roebuck, but it's like I can't get him to do it. So I mean, offering to pay, you know, I I, I don't really know what I'll works go for other than high end clientele. Yeah, other than your like name not being Josh Jernigan, like I haven't tried that because I think that might be the only thing that would get him to do it. I mean, I think he's out of the the state doing trim in a house that has not been there near as long as my house, but. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm still waiting for uh for built-in shelves, but COVID. Oh yeah, like I, I've got I've got a huge place in the basement. My wife wants to have a library and all kind of stuff, and um, we just had a, a guy recently move out. Um, I've mentioned that before, I think. Um, but uh, yeah, but yeah, but, we we got well, some we got some stuff to, to do. Well, that's so. what I would. That's what I would. I just to want tackle. your company, Derek. I just want your company. Just come to me. <laughs> that's that's, yeah, that's what I wanted to. I tried to give the guy a free <laughs> table and chairs to get him to come to my house. That was like two months ago, I think. Two months ago. No, no, and, um, 
I'll look back at the text, but they're still sitting in my driveway. Just FYI, in case you're wondering. I'm busy. So, okay, I'm busy. I think one man show. I'm busy. I think too, Derek. I will tell you. With and I've been talking to Derek about this. He knows that as I'm in the process of hopefully getting the shed built. And 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 a lot of my more of my money is spent spent on carving tools, like for power tools for carving, than it is for like woodwork and other stuff. But my my next purchase, I believe, is going to be the bandsaw. Versatility Band for, for, for a little bit, of, little bit of chores. There you go. The there you go. But then yeah. it's, it's ideal for my uh, cutting my blocks out because for carving decoys. Oh, Derek, you also didn't you do the trim for Rosh's uh, cabin <laughs> at the campground too? Since I've wanted you to yes, do cabinet, yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. okay. Yeah. I, 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 so it's not that it rhymes with squash because his rhymes with squash and mine does too. It, it's it's just it's just that my name's Josh. I got it. That's right. You're not paying him enough. You live too far away, all the way to the lake. But yeah, moral of the yeah. story, guys, get your tools. Derek. Get your tools and use them on your house. Because if you use them on your house, then your wife will be impressed, and then she won't have to spend money on getting some handyman to come by, and then Woo-hoo. you'll have a longer honeydew list. There you, go. <laughs> you have no Love out. It. You're like, no, I can fix it, but... Before we go off the topic, I want you to tell all the listeners out there the dad tool starter kit. Three essential all things. Right. What you got? Professional. Well, for for handyman stuff around the house. Yeah, or light, need light a, projects or light projects. Like all right, you need stuff. a. You probably need a skill saw. Skill saw is a very or circular saw, the mm-hmm. professional term. What skill product? is a brand? Uh, I would go Makita? personally. Would you, Makita or Dewalt? They're they're two that are right up there. They're they're a little more of a pro model than your than your happy homeowner type thing. Um, they'll last you a long time, um, mm-hmm. and they're always on sale. Um, they might be a little more expensive, maybe forty dollars more expensive than the other brands, but they're always on sale. You catch them on a on a good sale, or you can always go on like Craigslist, Facebook Marketplace, and get them. Um, but I would say a skill saw. You need mm-hmm. to have a skill saw that'll cut just about anything. Um, a tape measure, but I'm talking about big tools, I guess. So it would be a skill saw, a multi-master, or a oscillating saw, the little thing that wiggles back and forth. And it, that cuts anything at any angle. Yes. Yes, that thing is extremely handy. So those two saws um, can't go wrong with a nail gun or a drill. I guess a drill goes without saying, but. Well, I would get it. Oh, yeah, you got no the the drill like the Dewalt. Hey, oh, see, I was going Dewalt twenty. You, you do something different, don't you? What's your no, I got what's your, what's your cordless Makita, drill? Basically, impact everything drum. I have is Dewalt or Makita or Festool. So um, of course, <laughs> of course. Well, the, everything is the Festool. Yeah, yes, everything yes. has its own use, but Dewalt is probably the biggest platform. Let me pay the premium Festool. Yes, quite <laughs> not. It is the Audi though. of of. Of, uh, I would say I know you can't pick on us. Us that hey, just like we, I wouldn't buy. I mean, well, I'd not say I wouldn't. I would, um, but typically I don't buy used cars. You don't buy used tools, do you? Very often. Oh yeah. You, you like that new Festool? Oh, you. Oh. oh yeah. You bought your Festool to use? Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Once everything I buy is used because. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> no no. Yes. No no. That's I true. Know. I bought my vacuum brand new, but I think most everything else. You probably got but that. I do, do, I do you, the classifieds. You probably got that for your wedding. Thank you. 
Thank you. Thank you. You go to Mantool too much to say you bought and buy everything used. <laughs> so I do yeah. buy a lot of used stuff. But okay. regardless, guys, get you some tools, work around the house, make everybody happy. You get some satisfaction out of it. So yep. I digress. Tools are awesome. Get some tools. We need to wrap yes. up. So on to, let me check the schedule. On to the next thing. Let's, it's called closing prayer. No. Um, before we do that, we got some announcements. The uh, the dad jokes, Joshua. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you always leave me on about one joke. one minute, and I feel guilty about my dad joke segment. I mean, like, okay. hey, oh, by the way, oh, wait, closing prayer. Closing prayer uh, controller. I know. I, we don't want to cut out the time of. That dad joke segment, you know, where it gives away free stuff for you to send them in yeah. funnies. So wrap it like, up. That's, up, just, that's out of here. Like, let's hurry that up. We ain't well, got I mean, time for this. Obviously, who won the joke? Okay, okay. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get some jokes. I'm gonna get some jokes. Um, first off, first off, um, my, actually, before that, uh, my, my, my wife is really mad at the fact that I have no sense of direction. So I packed up my stuff and just write. I mean, I left. <laughs> I, um, and this one, this one came in. Uh, let's see. Today, my son asked, "Can I have a bookmark?" And I burst into tears. Eleven years old, and he still doesn't know my name's Josh. Bookmark. <laughs> Woo. All right. Uh, but, uh, let's see. We we also had. Um, let's see, there was oh. Just a little FYI while we're on the on the subject. Um, did you know the first French fries weren't actually cooked in France? Yeah, they were actually cooked in Greece. What <laughs> 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 a fire! All right. So um, there was also uh, Lauren from uh, Georgia said, "What did James's mom say when he couldn't make any friends at school?" Uh. She said, she said, Bond, James Bond. <laughs> That's the one. And lastly, lastly, Rainy from Charleston, South Carolina said, um, and Derek, you'll, you'll, you'll like this one because I, I think this does pertain to you. What did people say about the couple that had the same shoe size? They were soulmates. Oh, no, 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 no. They were soulmates. <laughs> <laughs> wow and so uh, both Randy and Lard that was a tough one I was telling one was like oh painful you know and the other one was like ah ha, ha, you know so mm-hmm. guess what they're both winners okay oh, both winners they're gonna get both winners winner winner they're gonna get the Amazon Prime of the Week now the Amazon Prime of the Week originally was geared in case like an actual guy gave the, the they have these toaster pouches. I don't know if, if anybody out there has seen them, but there's a pouch. They don't work. Well, you've seen them? How are you going to get two pieces of bread and the cheese in one of the toaster slots? You squish, squish it a little bit. No, you squish no, it. It's no. like a panini. And, uh, no. but like, so you don't want to get the panini out? You don't want to get no. the, the pan and all the mess for a grilled cheese? Boom. Put them in the toaster sleeve. Put them in your toaster. It's really good whenever you're in a, you know, I don't know, just... Exactly. Out of your toaster, because it's a pouch that you can toast. Anyway, but also we have strawberry slicers and the strawberry stem destemmer. I don't know if y'all have seen that. Mm. If you follow me on the Snapchat, I, I, I did a little segment on that. Big fan of those. So those are all going out to our two winners. 
this week. Remember to get your dad jokes in for next week's challenge for the prime of the week. Be sure to submit it to Facebook, Speakers You Moved, Instagram, Speakers You Moved, Speakers You Moved at gmail.com. However you want to get it to me, text it to me, call me on the phone. I want to hear your dad joke. I want to laugh. I love my segment that you guys gave me all of five minutes to do it in. I wish we could do it for 20 minutes. I've got more dad jokes. So, well, but I'm, well you I'm did it in five minutes, so the budget's going to be lowered. Now you get four. <sighs> you can get it four. Well, you're a man. You got a like government accounting. <laughs> <laughs> One other thing, too, we had a. We had a listener call in with a Q&A last week, and mm-hmm. we were going to try to get to it, but unfortunately we ran out of time. So we uh-huh. were, we were going to... And we had an email for next Q&A, week. too. We did? They had the, you had that email from our first episode. Yes. And they a solution. So we got two. So we're going to... Let's, we'll try to do one as an icebreaker and one as a Q&A, which is okay. the same thing next All week. Right. We do apologize that for that. Josh, do you want to tell them what you're thinking for your prize, or you want to keep that a secret? You think that'll pump them up a little bit, or...? Man, I see. I don't. It's going to get bigger. I, I, I've already said it. I mean, like we did the pineapple core, and now this time they got like three. It's yeah. going to it's going to get even bigger. Like you don't even know. And 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 obviously, like this didn't hadn't really spurred people on. So I got to get bigger because I mean, like just getting like two, three, whatever, four submissions. That's not good enough, man. I mean, I want I want to see some like cutthroat jokes, like really good, because they want that prize. So. We're going to go bigger mm-hmm. next week. And, and, and just so you know, you story. can win weeks in a row, okay? We're going to vote on this stuff. And if your stuff is the good material, it doesn't matter if you won all three weeks. Boom, you are a dad joke oh, king, and just... we're going to keep on rolling with it. So it's, it's not a one and done. You've won something. You're not going to win again. So yeah. just so you know that. Keep them coming. I like it. That's awesome. I like it. Bring all the right. funny. We're going to do it. Well, I guess yes. we'll go ahead and wrap it up. Since, oh, we were like nine minutes over. Bunch of babies. So, I know. Sponsors are going to start canceling. I, w- I know. <laughs> Next week's icebreaker question, I'm going to go ahead and let it out of the bag so y'all can think about it. Okay. Steak, chicken, or school pizza in the cafeteria camp meetings? A little something for y'all mm, which, to think about. Which, if there's any new week. listeners out there, that's our big revival down in Georgia that we had to uh, postpone this year. Um, we had a, a version of it on Zoom, but we, we postponed it. Um, and we go after our ser- church services and get some food. So, um, it, we'll dive so into it, that next week and explain it a little bit more too. Yeah, man. Well, what yes, school pizza is. is and chicken and steak and all that. Thing. Oh, everybody knows school pizza rectangle, a rectangle. Well, they, they should. They <laughs> should. Yeah, like, well, it is the greatest culinary masterpiece. All right, I'm we'll just go glad ahead. We had it there. Yeah. Next Monday ahead, night, man. same time, same next place. Next Monday Derek. night. Same time, same place, 830. 8.30. I will, I'll be in Washington, D.C. Will you really? You know, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Hopefully I'll be home. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even realize you were running for president. <laughs> uh, all right. So hey, somebody wanted a cabinet up there. <laughs> somebody probably does. Hey, they pay well, you have to wait. Yeah, I have right? tools. We'll travel. There you go. There you go. I gotta get I gotta get Matt and I, apparently I gotta get Josh Jernigan taken care of me. He's no, just put about. me on the back of the list. Yeah. Okay, I mean, okay, whenever. I no, I gotta I like that. That's a good schedule for me. Just whenever. Hey, yeah. Diesel, how long you be at the campground? Uh, probably till Thursday. Come see me. All right, I might do that. All right, all right. Well, thanks everybody for listening. This was fun. Um, tune in next week, eight thirty. Um, we'll go ahead and uh, dismiss with prayer as usual, and uh, y'all be in prayer for next week's show. We're going to ask Patrick to go ahead and dismiss us. Patrick. Heavenly Father, we're grateful once more to 
bow our heads, Lord, and and uh, just just pray to you, dear God. Just the simple fact that we as mortal men can can pray to an Almighty God, Lord, is a is an amazing thing, dear Father. And we reverence your name, and we're grateful for your Son and His sacrifice to a lost and dying world. Father, we pray, God, that we will be a light unto the world as best we know how, Lord. We trust your Holy Spirit to give us the power and the unction to perform that charge, dear God. We pray, Father, that this Monday night, someone out there um, through this uh, this technology has has experienced in some way, um, in some way, you and has in his in his in his searching you and seeking you prayerfully, dear God. And I just pray, Lord, that 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 you would continue to just work, Lord, work through work through so many different channels and many different missions. Dear God, I pray for everyone out, out there who is who is lifting up your son, Jesus Christ, Lord. And I ask God that you would help us to do the same. I pray, Lord, for for those who are who are in distress or in isolation, Lord, who were in mourning and who are downtrodden or, or down in spirit. Dear God, I ask a special blessing on each and every one. And I ask a special blessing, Lord, on the leaders of the churches across this land and country and also the leaders in positions of government, Lord, as they continue to make tough decisions in these awesome days. I pray, God, that you would just help us each one and help them. Lord, help us to to lift them up in prayer and help them to have wisdom, dear Father. Thank you, Lord, for my brothers in Christ, Lord, and we can share this time together, Lord, and speak as we pray we are moved, dear God, and I just Ask Lord that 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 you you would be glorified in all things, dear Father. Help us, guide us, and keep us, and go with us, Lord. And we trust we trust in you and above ourselves, dear God. In Jesus' name, Amen. 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 All right, guys, it was fun. Amen. Remember, love your neighbor. Use your tools. See ya. Adios. Next week.